Peter Jolt's Fiction presents The Bathroom Conundrum, a romantic short story written by Peter Jolt. Chapter One Don't you just love it when you rush to the bathroom, open the door, getting ready to do your thing, then you notice someone's already there? Don't mind me, I just sit here. A young woman's voice makes me jump. Bloody hell! My hand freezes on the zipper when I see her on the toilet seat, her dress hiked up, her long bare legs casually crossed at the ankles. Dark hair cascades over her face, concealing her features. Sorry. I thought it was vacant. My face gets hot and I try not to stare. Why didn't you lock the door? I locked it. Her voice hints at amusement. No harm done. I love your accent, by the way. British? I sneak a hasty glance. Despite her compromising situation, something about her is... captivating. Perhaps it's her nonchalance in my presence. I'll just... go. I fumble with the doorknob. It won't budge. Brilliant. What's wrong? The door's jammed. I jiggle the doorknob, hoping it'll miraculously give. Typical. What are you doing in the US? What's typical? I turn to her. There's nothing typical about it. She shrugs. It's just my luck. Every time I come to a party, something goes wrong. Last time, some dickhead spilled wine all over my dress. The time before that, I got stuck in an elevator with a dude who wouldn't stop talking about his pet ferret. Now I know everything about ferrets. I hate the beasts. Do you have a pet ferret? What? No, I don't have a... Look, I'm sorry I caused your bad luck tonight. It's not your fault. We'll have to wait it out, I guess. Unless you break down the door. Hmm. If you had a trained ferret, you could slip it under the door and... No, it wouldn't work. Ferrets are way too big for that. So what's your story? What brings you here? By the way... She lifts a thick book off her lap. Look what I've found. The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. I got to Chapter 3. It's wonderful. One of my favourites, too. I manage a feeble grin. And I don't want to break the door. Fair enough. When did you come to the US? Do you like it here? I'm an American. My parents sent me to a boarding school in England when I was a kid, and I kind of picked up the accent. I still live there. Just finished college. Oxford? Cambridge. I'm visiting my parents here. You think you could finish what you're doing? Oh, I'm not doing anything. I sit here as an excuse for not joining the others. Avoiding the party downstairs. This extrovert is ready for some introvert time. I get that. I'll call someone downstairs to help us out. I pull out my phone, but when I try unlocking it, it doesn't react. Impossible. Dead battery? Happens to me all the time. I remember putting it on the charger last night. My bad luck seems to be following you. Do you have a phone? I left it in my jacket downstairs. I've been trying to get off the damn thing. You know, social media and stuff. I trained myself not to pull it out at parties, but I'm still too weak-willed to leave it at home. Brilliant. We can yell. Maybe someone will hear us. Or we can take turns reading the book to each other. Your accent is straight out of Downton Abbey, Governor. That makes me laugh. I steal another glimpse at her slender legs. 
Um, if you're done, could you possibly... Oh, I forgot. You wanted to go. She gets up and her dress falls down her legs. Go ahead. It's all yours. Um... Go on, don't hold. It's unhealthy. I can't. Why not? I can't do my business while you're watching. She bursts into laughter. Shy bladder. Kind of. She puts the book on the vanity and steps into the bathtub behind the shower screen. I can see only her silhouette through the frosted glass, but I hear her voice. There, I can't see you. Better? I guess. I hesitate before moving to the toilet. The sound of running water comes from behind the screen. She must have turned on the shower to mask any potential noise I might make. Thanks. No problem, we're in this together. When I flush and wash my hands, she turns off the shower and comes out. She's soaked through, shaking, the wet dress clinging tightly to her body. I avert my eyes, feeling suddenly self-conscious. Chapter 2 What were you thinking? I grab a towel and toss it to her. She shrugs and begins drying her hair. I was trying to help. I reach out and touch her cheek. You're ice cold and you're shivering. I guess I should have used warm water. I force myself not to comment, turning my attention to the door. I try to banish the image of her nipples showing through the damp, thin dress. You sure you can't kick the door open? It opens to the inside, and it's solid wood. Or you're just too weak. I turn to her with an angry retort on the tip of my tongue, but she looks so miserable that I change my mind. You're shaking. Take off the dress and dry yourself properly, or you'll catch a cold. I'll get you a clean towel. I rummage through the cabinet, find a bath towel, and hand it to her. You know it's a myth. Her lips quiver as she forms the words. Take it off. I turn away from her to give her some privacy. What myth? That you can get sick from cold water. You get it from viruses, not the cold. Although when you're cold, your immune system... Yes, well, right now you're shaking like crazy, so I'd rather not take any chances. I keep my back to her as I hear her undressing and toweling herself dry. Something wet touches my hand. Can you wring it out, please? I bring the wet dress to the sink and squeeze it tightly. Then I pull it apart to stretch it flat over the shower curtain. The sound of tearing makes me freeze. Oh no, I didn't mean to- It's okay. She sounds amused, despite the catastrophe. I'm terribly sorry, I can- I'll pay to replace it. Don't worry, this dress was never my favourite. Let's figure out our exit before something else goes wrong. Oh, and you can look, I'm no longer naked. She's wrapped in a towel that barely reaches her thighs. Her hair, damp and pulled back, reveals her face. Her beauty is undeniable. The delicate shape of her lips, large brown eyes looking at me with amused curiosity. Something wrong? She tilts her head. The party downstairs. I wondered if you could dance in this outfit. Dance in a towel? She flashes a cheeky grin. Think I should give it a try? When we get out of here, at least. I turn to fight the doorknob one more time. Meanwhile, she fumbles through a cabinet, searching for anything that could be of use. She pulls out a few bottles of toiletries, a pack of razors, and a hairbrush. Nothing to help us escape, but we'll be well-groomed. She starts brushing her long hair. 
I think it might be the time we yell for help. Okay, you first. We take turns shouting, but since the loud music downstairs is barely audible up here, it's unlikely anyone will hear us from the top floor. After a while, we give up. With our backs against the wall, we pant from the effort. C'est la vie. She sounds unbothered. We lapse into silence for a while. Then she hums a tune, a melancholic melody. Know this song? I nod, recognizing it from the radio. Want to sing with me? Despite the odd situation, I join in. Two strangers locked in a bathroom, singing a sad song at the top of their lungs is absurd, yet comforting. We laugh, then sing other songs until our voices turn hoarse and the tension dissipates. The last song ends, and we stare at each other as if for the first time. Her eyes crinkle at the corners when she smiles, her lips forming a gentle curve, inviting me to move closer. The window! Her sudden blurt makes me freeze, thoughts of getting closer forgotten. We can try the window. It's too small to get out, but people are bound to be outside. We can ask them to open the door. Sure, I force a reply. She steps on the bathtub's edge, trying to push up the tiny window. As she raises her arms, her towel rides up, no longer fully covering her buttocks. Can you help me? I don't move. I'm too preoccupied with what I see. Her bra is not the only thing she forgot to wear. Little help here, please. Right. I get into the bathtub. I'm tall enough to reach the window without risking the unstable position she took. Together. She steadies herself. Let me try first. As soon as she pulls her hands away, her balance falters and she tips backward. I grab for her, but instead I snag the towel. Arms flailing, she spins out of it and teeters for a split second before tumbling into my embrace. Our gazes lock. We remain speechless, entangled in an intimate pose. Her nude form cradled against me. Through my t-shirt, I feel the warmth radiating from her bare skin. Chapter 3 Will you let go of me anytime soon? When I release my grip, she takes a step back. Thank you. Her eyes are still locked on mine. No problem. We shouldn't give up. Let's try the window again. Can you pass me the towel, please? I don't move. I take in her uniformly tanned body, her perfectly shaped breasts, her flat stomach with a cute navel. Want me to turn around so you can admire the view from all angles? There's not a hint of embarrassment in her expression. Sorry, it was so sudden and... You're not trying to cover yourself in panic. I'm used to strangers seeing me naked. You are? Oh, I'm not a stripper or something. I'm a naturist. I sunbathe and swim at naturist beaches and don't wear clothes when I can avoid them. A nudist? Naturist. There's a clear distinction. I don't do it for the fun of running buck naked. I'm motivated by my love for nature. I see no difference. You won't until you try it. I can take you to my favorite spot if you like. No, thank you. Afraid to bear it all? Nudity is the norm there. So you stand out if you wear something. It's not for me. Her stare trails downwards, pausing at my zipper. You have a small dick or something? No one would care. It's a judgment-free zone. People respect... I don't have a small... Well, that's none of your business. Size doesn't matter. Really? Well, it does. 
particularly the girth. But I'm supposed to say it doesn't. Never mind. Can I have my towel? I'm getting cold. It dawns on me she's been naked this whole time, yet it ceased to phase me at some point. Perhaps she's right about nudity, and one can get used to it after all. The towel, please? I hand it to her. Never lose your towel. It's the most useful thing in the universe. Her face lights up with a huge grin. It's from the book. She wraps the towel around herself, knotting it between her breasts. Thank you. Want to try the window again? I will, but alone this time. I won't lose my towel again. Unless... She steps back, leaning against the sink. You want me to. Keep it on. She laughs. You must have felt lonely when your parents sent you to England, a young boy with no family. I lived with my aunt. With both hands on the window, I take a deep breath and brace myself. My muscles strain, trying to force the window open, but it barely budges. Bloody hell. I step out of the bathtub. It was worth a shot. I guess we're back to square one. So, visiting your parents? How'd it go? They'd left for a holiday. They don't like you, do they? A lump forms in my throat, sealing off any words. I cough to mask it. Sorry, I have this knack for blurting out what comes to my mind. I didn't... That's okay. I didn't tell them I was coming. I bet you don't have this problem. Your parents must adore you. They're both dead. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to... They've been dead for three years now. I'm okay. You're living on your own? I'm 21. I'd better be. Still in college? I dropped out. Oh. What do you do for a living? You'll laugh at me. I won't promise. I write. Write? Write what? Books? Fiction? That's... that's astonishing. Why did you think I would laugh? I write romance. What's wrong with writing romance? Some people think it's stupid. Some people are stupid. True. She beams at me. I'm thinking of returning to college to study creative writing. That's great. Where do you want to go? I don't know yet. Perhaps... She gives me a long stare. Cambridge? It's expensive. I mean, since your parents... That's not a problem. I wrote a few bestsellers and I'm set for life. Set for life? At the age of... Wow. I'll never say writing romances is stupid. She sighs. My fans won't help us here. We're still stuck. So we are. Chapter 4 Do you know any games? She asks after a few minutes in silence. Games? Since we're destined to spend indefinite time here together, why not make it fun? Right. As if it wasn't fun already. I try to recall some games, then say the first thing coming into my mind. Truth or dare? It's a classic. I get to ask the first question. Fair enough. Truth or dare? My intuition says she'll choose dare. Hmm. Truth. Apparently, with her, I can't rely on my intuition. All right, let me think for a moment. What else would I like to hear about her? Then I remember how she looked in that wet dress, and one question seems to ask itself. Do you have a boyfriend? Lame. You're supposed to answer. I don't have one. But it's not only lame. It doesn't tell you anything. I could have a husband, or a girlfriend, 
and you reveal too much about yourself, you wouldn't ask this question if you weren't interested in me. I just saw you naked. Everyone would be interested. Not if you find my body repulsive. I don't find your body repulsive. See? I don't need the game to learn what I need to know. You needed to know if I found your body repulsive? I didn't. That I knew the moment I saw your reaction when I lost the towel. Blood rushes to my cheeks a second time. It's my turn now. She gives me a teasing smile. Truth or dare? Truth. What's the most important thing for you in a relationship? Now you're revealing yourself. I point my finger at her. You're supposed to ask me something like, what's the most embarrassing moment in my life? Lame. Okay, the most important thing for me is balance. Balance? Yes. What do you mean? I make myself more comfortable on the edge of the bathtub. Well? I believe both partners need to feel like equals in a relationship. There can't be only one who has all the power and control. We need to give and take compromises on both sides. So neither person feels like they're making all the sacrifices. She wrinkles her nose. That's so... Lame. Wise. What about passion? Passion. Passion is important too. Passion is vital, but it can't overpower everything else. It should exist alongside mutual care, respect and understanding. Passion without substance is just... infatuation. It won't last. I disagree. Without passion, the relationship withers and dies. Interesting point. So, one partner shouldn't dominate the other? Definitely not. A healthy relationship allows both partners to retain their individuality while coming together in harmony. Like two melodies that complement each other to create a beautiful song. How romantic. But what if a partner wants to be dominated? She winks at me. Right, that's too many questions. My turn. Truth or dare? I'll stick with the truth. Very well. What are you doing at this party? You don't seem to enjoy it too much. Who invited you? That's two questions. But related. My friend invited me. A female or a male friend? That's another question. Still within the realm of the original one. A female friend. We haven't seen each other for ages. How come you're not with her now? She stood me up. I got her text to come here, but when I did, I couldn't find her anywhere. I retreated to the top floor, hoping she'd turn up later. You ignored the private sign. That's just stupid. It's all private property anyway. If you don't want people to see your house, don't invite them. Makes sense. And you ignored the sign, too. Truth or dare? My turn. I feel if I choose truth again, she'll say lame. That's why I risk having to do something stupid. Dare. Wow, I didn't expect that from you. I raise my hands in an I give up gesture. Dominate me. She lights up, her lips forming a huge smile. Can I? I'll risk it. Just do it with... passion. What about balance? Well, I'll get to ask another question. Not if I never choose dare. I bet you will. You know me so well. She tightens the towel on her breasts. You even saw me naked. An image I'll never forget. And you didn't find my body repulsive? Not in the least. So, if we're supposed to have balance, I have a perfect task for you. 
I'm all ears. Take off your clothes. Chapter 5 I look at her in disbelief. Excuse me? You've seen me naked. Now I want to see you naked. Balance, remember? I freeze. She got me. She'll consider me a coward if I don't do it now. Or worse, that I do have a small dick. I make a last desperate attempt to wriggle free of her task. It's not fair. Not fair? How? Because you're a nudist. Naturist. You're accustomed to being nude in front of strangers. You said it yourself. I'm not. Do you still consider me a stranger? After what we have shared? I don't even know your name. Oh, it's Alice. Like in Alice in Wonderland. Yours? Hansel. Like in Hansel and Gretel. It's not! She laughs. You can't be Hansel. Nobody sane would name their kid Hansel. Not here, anyway. You'd be surprised how people name their kids. Not Hansel. No way. Tell me your true name. All right, it's Leo. I couldn't come up with a tail name. Really? How about Leo from The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe? I forgot about that one. But the name's not in the title. It doesn't have to be, so since we know each other now... You're persistent. That I am. You know you're not supposed to use the game to force someone to do what they're uncomfortable doing? Since when? I thought that was the game's goal, actually. Fine. I slowly take off my t-shirt. Her eyes grow wide. Nice abs. You work out? I race. Race? In a punt. In what? It's a flat-bottomed boat, like a gondola, but narrower. We use long poles to push off the riverbed. Interesting. Do you win? Always. She smiles. Now I see a different side of you. You stopped being so uptight. I'm not uptight. Like a typical Brit. They spoiled you there. They didn't. Now your pants. Or trousers. That's the word. Go on. And if you want more balance? She reaches for her towel. I can remove this. That's unnecessary. I remember what the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy said on the front page. Don't panic, but it's too late. The image of her naked body flashes in my mind, and my pants automatically fill out. Can I ask you a question? As long as you continue taking off your clothes. I reach for my socks. On a nude beach. How do men... What do they do when they're... Aroused? Right. Nothing. It doesn't happen that often, but even if it does, nobody cares. It's natural. And you can always jump into the water. Why? Her gaze focuses on my fly. Oh, I see. Do I have to? I move my hands in front of my pants. No, but if you don't, you'll forfeit the game. And to keep the balance, I'll make sure you'll never see me naked again. Do I want to see her naked again? Hmm. I unzip my fly and take my pants off. Interesting. What's interesting? Heat gathers in my face again. The cheeky smile on her face tells me that, despite the boxer shorts I'm wearing, she can clearly see how my body reacts to hers. You didn't lie. About what? Your dick. It's not small. Can you stop commenting on how I look, please? It's humiliating. Guys do it all the time. But you're different. Am I? They would rip their clothes off in seconds if they were with me. You finished boasting? Boasting? That everyone wants to have sex with you.
You don't? I hesitate, debating the best reply. Not like that. She raises her eyebrows. Then, like what? In a more gradual way. We could start with a kiss. Funny you mentioned that. Do I see her face flush? What do you mean? Just a thought. You're shorts now. She gestures with her head. Resigned, I slip my fingers inside the waistband. You sure I have to take it off? You asked me to dominate you. That's what I'm doing. And it's only a start. It was a joke. How the hell should I know that? I thought you were serious. She leans closer, near enough for her breath's delicate warmth to dance across my lips. Honestly, I've seen hundreds of dicks on my beach. I don't care if you take it off. But since you have a problem with that, I want to offer you an alternative. I drink in her sweet breath. Alternative. You said you wanted to start with a kiss. I lean in, but she presses her fingertips to my lips. Not like this. Brilliant. That would be too easy. Ask me the question first. What question? We're still playing the game. Um, truth or dare? Truth. Now ask me what my unfulfilled dream is about the first kiss with a new guy. Uh? Do it. What's your first kiss? I mean, your dream about your first kiss. With a new guy. I frown. You have a dream about the first kiss. Acting out that dream is your alternative. I'm game. <laughs> I wonder. So what's your dream? Her expression turns thoughtful. You see, the entire world is about conventions. Conventions? When I meet a guy, the same scenario always plays out. The guy asks me out, and then he tries to get more physical, at some point going for the first kiss. You know, first the lips, no tongue, then with tongue. Sometimes my neck first, then the lips. His hands all over my body, then first base, second base. You know the drill. I guess. It's always the same. And you want different? Yes. Ever since I was old enough to consider these things, I've had this dream about the first kiss. Go on. I wanted it to be unique. Right. Delicate, but bold at the same time. Okay. The first physical thing to happen between me and a guy should be something special. No grabbing my ass. Special? Deeply intimate. Mm. But romantic at the same time. Great. So I came up with this plan. I'm listening. I wanted to try it with other guys, but I didn't believe they could do it. You want me to try? If you're bold enough. Hmm. You have to understand how important it is that you do it exactly as I tell you. Uh-huh. It's my most intimate dream. If you manage this... She stands up, slowly unwrapping the towel, letting it drop to the floor. Her dark nipples gain my attention, making it near impossible to focus on her face. My boxers tighten again. If you do it right, I'll let you do anything. She steps closer. No holding back, no limits, and... With her right hand, she gently touches the front of my shorts. And I know you want me. At this point, I can't deny her anything. So, will you do this for me? I swallow and nod. She steps away, picks up her towel, and wraps it around herself. She leans on the sink again. Now listen carefully because I'm going to tell you exactly what I want. 
Chapter 6 I give her my total attention when she explains her needs. I want to feel love in your lips touching my skin. But... I don't care if you love me or not. We've just met, so it would be weird if you did. But I want to feel it. To imagine it, at least. Get it? She almost frightens me with her resolve. Sure. The first touch of your lips has to be... gentle. Like a painter's brush starting to create a beautiful picture. Just a whisper of pressure to give me a hint of the things to come. I nod. I feel so stupid that a girl gives me instructions on how to kiss her for the first time. But I promise to play along. Linger in one place only for a moment. Let your lips drift, their subtle motions unveiling fresh regions. No tongue at this point. Not yet. I nod again, stunned. Is that how she writes her books? Then, you can capture my skin between your lips. But be delicate, don't suck. Fine. Observe how I react if I lean closer or shrink away. I will. When the moment's right, let your lips be the sheath housing a blade. Ah, right. The way she talks about it is weird. If I didn't know how to kiss, that wouldn't tell me anything at all. But it's her fantasy after all. Why not let her have what she wants? I want to feel as if touched by a virgin man who had no prior experience and is worried he might do something wrong. I can try that. She frowns at me. You're not a virgin, are you? What? I snort. Of course not. Because you act like one. All this fuss with getting undressed. Twenty-year-old virgin. I'm twenty-two. Even worse. I'm not a virgin. I've been with many girls. But did you have sex with them? Seriously? I don't know if to laugh or get furious at her. How many girls have you had? What? Look. She shoots me a death glare. I lost count. Likely story. Can't you just leave it? Sure. Have you ever been in a serious relationship? Alice, please. Have you? I sigh. Define serious. Lasting more than a couple of months, where you believed she was the one and only. The first, yes. The second, no, not really. Hmm. What was her name? That's enough. Stop interrogating me. I'm willing to give you that first kiss you dreamed of, but treat me with some respect. Oh, I didn't know you were so touchy. I'm not, but there's a line. There is a line, he says. Stop it or I'll bite you instead of kissing. Her smile falters. That would hurt. It would. Anything else before I start? Not really. I don't want you to go too fast. It's our first kiss, after all. I want it to last. Don't worry. I'll act as a perfect virgin for you. I hope I still remember that time. Not too virgin, though. I want to enjoy it. You will. She claps her hands. Wonderful. You want me to do it now? I prepare to get closer, worried my breath may no longer be fresh. Now will be perfect. And when you're through, you can kiss me on my mouth. When I'm... Wait, what? Where exactly do you want me to plant that first kiss? I thought it was obvious, on my clit. On your... I'm too stunned to utter the word. Clit. Is clit the Voldemort in your vocabulary? What?
word that must not be named? I told you, delicate but bold, deeply intimate and romantic at the same time. Where do you think I wanted it? A sigh escapes from her lips, followed by a crease forming between her eyebrows. Can you do this for me or not? Well... I understand it's not something you usually do the moment you meet a new girl. I could even be sick or something, so you don't have to do it if you don't want to. Are you sick? I wouldn't ask you to do it if I were sick. My recent STI test results came back clean, but I understand if you don't trust me, and... She looks down. I've never told anyone about my dream. You're the first. She's so... crazy. And yet, she remembered about a potential health risk. It's okay if you don't do this, but then you'll have to take off your shorts. It was an alternative, remember? But the first kiss to be on your... Clit? Imagine in the future, when we're married, and our children ask how we first kissed, we can... I'll do it. Just stop talking about our... children. Great. Her wink tells me it was a joke. That makes me relax. Otherwise, I would think she was mad. Well, she is. But I kind of... like it. She unwraps her towel, letting it drop to the floor. With a gesture, she invites me to take the place in front of her. When I kneel, she parts her legs, exposing her perfectly smooth pussy, with its lips slightly apart, drawing me in. Somehow, any doubts I had about it slowly go away. I only have to remember to focus on her. Clit. Will this position be all right with you? The position's perfect, thank you. I look up. Has anyone ever told you? You're a bit... unusual? She frowns, as if considering the question. People keep telling me I'm crazy. Why? You think they're right? Definitely. You're so sweet. I return her smile, then position my hands on her thighs and lean in to perform according to her detailed instructions. Chapter 7 Alice asks me to stop after a while. When I get up, she hauls herself higher on the sink, then wraps her legs behind my back, pulling me closer. She breathes heavily, as if she had the best time of her life. That was... out of this world. I'm flattered that you consider me an alien. Better than I imagined it. I am that good. She puts her hands on either side of my head. Kiss me on my lips now. I lean in, then stop. I raise my finger. Wait. I unwrap her legs from my back and step away. Her face takes on a curious expression. How about my first kiss? She furrows her brow. You too have a dream about your first kiss? Just popped into my head. I guess you want the same thing? Now you have a Voldemort in your vocabulary. She chuckles. Do you want a blowjob as your first kiss? Why not? I detect only a slight hesitation before she jumps down from the sink. I can do that. Any specific instructions you want to give me before I begin? Yes. I pretend to consider her question. You can start as I did. Gently, at first. Of course. Then I want it to differ from your instructions. Meaning? I definitely want you to use your tongue. Can do. And I do want you to suck, but not like a virgin. 
like a pro. She makes an exaggerated grin. Your revenge? Revenge? I wouldn't call it revenge, just balance. Very well. She kneels, positioning herself in front of my shorts. Want me to pull them down or you'll take them off yourself? You do it. But slowly, very slowly, I want it to last. She gives a tight laugh. Sure. She grabs my shorts and starts dragging them down. Stop it. Am I doing it wrong? She looks up. You want it faster or slower? Maybe I should kiss it through your shorts first. I grab her hands and pull her up. Why are you doing this? Because you asked me to. Why did you agree? Balance. And I promised you I would do anything you wanted if you fulfilled my dream. You did it perfectly. I will never forget that kiss in my life. I don't want it this way. What way? I thought you were enjoying yourself. I was. I hold her gaze. When I kissed your... clit. She giggles. You developed a taste for the word clit. I developed a taste for your clit. What if I want the same? She glides her hand over my exposed chest, the soft contact causing a pleasant tickle. Let me do this for you. I owe you. You don't owe me anything. You're forgetting about the balance thing. We can balance it out later. I must admit... She bites her lip. I've never given a blowjob on a first date. You don't have to do it at all. I mean, not today. Her eyes shine. What if I want to? I want you inside my mouth. I want to taste you with my tongue. I want... I press my lips to hers and put my tongue gently between her lips. We play with our tongues for a while. I pull away. Here, you tasted me. How did it feel? I think I tasted myself. Well... I loved it. Kiss me again. We spend several minutes kissing, letting ourselves explore one another. I hold her closer to my chest, feeling her nipples hard on my bare skin. She slips her hands under my shorts, caressing my buttocks, slowly pulling the shorts down. Wait, I touch her hand. Stop me again and I'll think you do have an abnormally small dick. I sigh. Pull them off and see. She frowns, then pulls down my shorts, causing my dick to jump out. She traces her finger along its stiff shaft. Hmm. It's not that small. I'd say it's exactly the size I like. I'm glad to hear that. Now I want you to hear me out. With a disappointed sigh, she lets go of my penis and looks up. I want you to stay with me. I'm not going anywhere. In case you didn't notice... I want you to stay after the door opens. We'll have to go home when the party's over. This is my home. Well, my parents. Her mouth spreads into a wide smile. I knew that. How? Your name's inside the book. Hansel? She jabs me in the chest. Leo. And finding me up here in this bathroom would be quite a coincidence. It's private, remember? Well, it's my bathroom when I stay here. And it's your book. I like to read when I sit on the toilet. That's not a crime. Will you stay then? Am I not too crazy for you? You're the crazy I want. Let me think. She rests her forehead on mine and closes her eyes. For a moment, we share the same air, 
inhaling and exhaling as one. Okay, I'll stay, but first we have to get out of this damn- With a loud click, the door opens. Chapter 8 What? I yank my boxes up and move to the door. I check the hall, but nobody's there. Then I examine the lock. It looks normal. When I return to the bathroom, Alice is wrapped in her towel again. You found someone. No, I don't get it. The door opened on its own. And I can't hear any music from downstairs. The party must have wound down. I glance at the window. It's getting brighter outside. Good. She pulls her destroyed dress off the shower curtain. I'm hungry and I don't want to be seen in this towel. You're supposed not to care. You run naked on a beach full of people. That's different. You look great in the towel, though I prefer you without it. I think I could get used to this nudist life. Naturist. Right. We reach the ground floor to find nobody there. There's the usual after-party mess, but it's not that bad. I check the kitchen. There's some sushi left in the fridge, or I can make you a sandwich. Whatever. I have to find my jacket. I wonder if that friend of mine ever called me. I put my phone on a wireless charger and switch it on. The moment I enter my pin, I'm attacked by a weird fanfare. A window pops up with a giant, Congratulations! A loud female voice speaks automatically. Welcome back to Finding Love Naturally, our AI matching service helping you find a perfect partner in our busy times. We are happy to congratulate you on finding your true love. We hope you will have a wonderful time together. Your contract has been concluded. A receipt pops up on the display. I cringe at the price. We will contact you shortly to arrange for our techs to come to your house to remove the remote lock and other equipment we use to fulfill the contract. Please note, you are eligible for our special 50% discount on our sister program, Breaking Up Naturally, should you wish to use these services in the future. We wish you a happy relationship. Another loud sound and the window blinks out. A sudden move behind me makes me look back. Alice stares at me with a strange expression on her face. I can explain. I walk closer. The service... I subscribed a long time ago while still in England. I didn't realise it would work here. So, the locked bathroom door... I didn't lock it. You heard them. They did it without my consent. You gave your consent when you signed the contract. I didn't agree to all that. They must have broken the window too. They should have informed me what they were going to do. Oh, shut up. Why do you think they call themselves finding love naturally? It has to appear perfectly natural, with no one's intervention. I stare at her, realization mounting. You seem to know quite a lot about this company. Of course I know about this company. She unlocks her phone and holds it up for me. After the familiar fanfare, the congratulations on finding her true love follow. I frown when I see the price. They charged her much more than they did me. She puts her phone away. They wouldn't arrange for us to meet if I didn't sign the contract with them. Now, I doubt my friend sent me that text message. They must have lured me here to meet you. The locked door, the window, even my phone's battery. I bet they disconnected the charger. It was all them. What about the shower? Did they... No. She shifts on her feet. The shower was me. Uh... I know it was stupid, but I thought soaking myself in cold water would be a good way to... 
break the ice. You stepped under icy water to break the ice. I didn't know what else to do. I forced myself not to laugh. So, you did it to manipulate me? And here I thought you were just crazy. People manipulate one another all the time. That's not always bad, depending on their intentions. You're not angry, are you? How much of what happened today was your plan? Only the shower. I didn't know the company arranged my visit, but I hope they did. I liked you the moment you entered the bathroom. I see. And... She bites her lip. I... knew you lived here. In this house. I saw your photos in one of the rooms upstairs. So it wasn't only my name in the book. You searched my house without permission and pretended you didn't know who I was. I wanted to know who I was dealing with. I didn't go through your things or steal anything. Except for the book? I didn't steal it. It was already here in the bathroom. I keep a straight face, trying to look serious, but it's getting hard. You know, you appear to be this careless, crazy girl, then it turns out it's all premeditated. Premeditated? It sounds as if I committed a crime. She touches my hand. Are you mad at me? Regretting our meeting already? I pretend to consider her question. When I don't answer after a few seconds, she nods and removes her hand from mine, slowly turning away. Alice! She looks at me. I haven't changed my mind. About what? That I want you to stay. You... sure? I'm sure. I want us to try, if... Good. After all, it was the best first kiss of my life. A quiet warmth spreads through me as I lift my hands to hold her face. I move to kiss her. Wait, why did they charge you more than me? Is the service more expensive for women? What? No, I don't think so. That must be the warranty. I saw nothing like that in my contract. Because I paid extra for that. I might act crazy or careless, but I like being prepared. I'm a plotter, after all. Who? It's a writer thing. Tell you later. So this warranty? What is it? Oh, if we split up within the next three months, they'll give me 50% off their next match. What? So, if you're planning to fuck this up... Her hand drifts up to tousle my hair. Be a good boy. Do it while I'm still covered by the warranty. The End This has been The Bathroom Conundrum, written by Peter Jolt. Copyright 2024 by Peter Jolt. Production copyright 2024 by Peter Jolt. Background music. Good night by Fast Sounds. More stories on peterjolt.com and on major podcast services. 